a message for liberals and the mainstream media. You can't handle the truth! So, buckle up, snowflakes, because we're about to deliver the politically direct best in conservative commentary, news, and investigative reports. We're telling the truth, and we're not gonna stop. Okay, liberals, back under the bridge with the rest of your fellow trolls, and oh yeah, Thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots. They are special, special people on RSPRadio1.com. Welcome to Right Side Patriots on RSPRadio1.com. Craig Andreessen at the National Patriot and the happy, happy, happy Diane Sori over there at the Patriot Factor. It is the Friday night edition of the show, 27th of January already. Wow, welcome to it. Hello, Diane, you happy camper, you. I ain't happy. (laughs) I gave. In a nutshell, because of stupid blue host with the person that was helping us didn't know his ass from his elbow and told me to delete all my cookies we couldn't get into our website and when she says we she means her i lost everything and i am freaking furious because i said all along the problem is not in my computer it's with bluehost well, slap a smile on your happy ass. We got a show to do. Well, or not. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just furious, folks, because now I got to reset everything to get into anything and it's a royal pain in the butt. Okay. Well, I guess that's about all the time we have today. <laughs> oh, man. You know, it's it's been a heck of a couple of days. Um, you know, when Diane says we couldn't get into the website to do anything, what she means is she couldn't get into the website. I didn't have any problem. Um, yeah, but you forget who's who. It, you're running it through the National Patriot and I don't have all your natural national patriot codes and doesn't all this and that. That doesn't matter. And it makes well, what makes a big difference really is the computers. That's that's where that's where things lie, right there. Yeah. You know. I've got um, a real souped up computer and and that's that makes a difference. You know, so for a couple of days, I, I got to sit here in in my happy place, my office, and, and listen to Diane. I can't get in. I can't get in. We, you know, we tried and tried and tried, and we couldn't figure it out. And so, you know, we, we finally called support, and uh, the guy did some things, and that didn't work. And he suggested some other things, and those didn't work. You know, and, and Diane was getting a little testy, you know, while we had the guy on the phone. But, you know, he said, well, you know, I think maybe you need to clear uh, the cookies out of your computer. But he said, I'll have somebody from our security team call you. And so we passed along Diane's phone number, and they never called. <laughs> right. <laughs> they never called her, you know. So um, this morning, we were going to make another attempt, and by God, she got in. You know, and so, you know, we thought, okay, well, you know, whatever it is, it's cleared up and she's able to get in and everything's going to be great. It's going to be a great sunshiny day and everything. And now she can't get into anything else. So, you know, so long sunshine. Yes. And when I, when I am not happy, (laughs) let's put it this way. Nobody's happy. I make life miserable for crap. (laughs) That's right. I suffer. You know, Diane may be mildly inconvenienced. I am the one taking the brunt of this. 
Let's be clear about that. Um, but no, this look, this is the Friday night edition of the show. It's a short show, hour long. Uh, and we've got some interesting things to talk about. And I think right off the bat, we got to get into this whole Polly Pelosi body cam video from the hammer attack at the end of October deal. Right. Now, the, the video came out today, literally three months after the attack took place. Okay. And. You know, everybody, you know, the, the, the liberals, the liberal media, you know, they're, they're all getting their panties in a bunch because people like Diane, people like me, people like, you know, any conservative host on any program was left to speculate as to what really transpired that night, right? Mm-hmm. And they were a bunch of conspiracy theorists and that. Well, okay. So they could have cleared that all up three months ago by releasing the body cam video. They didn't. Which led to three months of speculation as to what really happened. So now the video's out. Um, Diane and I uh, watched it and watched it and watched it and watched it today. Mm-hmm. Trying to figure some things out in it. Right. Now. There are some there are some things that I think we need to say right off the bat. Uh, NBC News, and the, you go back to right around the first of uh, November. Okay, uh, they had a reporter. NBC News had a reporter by the name of Miguel Almaguar. Right. Okay. Now this guy goes on and does a live report. Uh, from the street outside of the Pelosi Palace, that's what I call it. Um, and he said some things, and NBC didn't like what he said, and they pulled the guy off the air. Okay? They, they pulled Al McGuire off the air. They said that his report, and they, and they pulled everything. They pulled video of his report, so you couldn't see that. They pulled the the tweets of his report so you couldn't see that they said that his report did not match their standards well after watching the video i would say that miguel almaguar was 90 to 95 percent correct in everything he said so that means that nbc's standards are that he got way too close to being true and they can't have that at nbc no, of course not. Now, as as we watched the video, there were some things that, that jumped out at us right away. We also got to see a security cam video from outside the Pelosi Palace that shows the attacker by the name of Dave DePape actually breaking through the window and climbing into the house. Okay, but that was security video, black and white, not very good quality, but you can see the guy standing there breaking the window with a hammer getting into the house. Okay. Now, let's get to the body cam video of the police officers. Two two cops, one with body cam on. Now, we were watching, what was it, Diane? The Daily Mail? They they had a... a the Daily Mail from England. Yeah. A video has their, their, you know, little copyright stamp on it, you know. At the 22nd mark, now, first of all, you see the, the two officers kind of strolling. I'm not, they're not in a hurry. They're strolling up to the, to the front door of the Pelosi Palace. No emergency in their movements, no emergency in their voices. 20 seconds in, after they, they lightly, and I mean lightly, it's not like they're banging on the door, just, just a, a polite light knock on the door 20 seconds in the door swings open and there in the foyer stands paulie pelosi and david DePape. now one thing we got to tell you is at the 22nd mark in that video when that door swings open one thing is very clear the police did not open that door Absolutely. Not a chance, folks, because David and 
Paul Pelosi both had their hands occupied. Now, when we say hands, we mean all four of them. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Now, the, the cop with the body cam, he's standing back from the front door. He's not right up against the door. He's standing back, so you can see the entire door, the door frame, everything. The second cop is kind of off to the side of the door, several feet from the door. Okay, so obviously the door opens from the inside. Now, Pauly Pelosi and David DePape, each one of them had their right hand on the hammer. Okay? Yes. I'm, I'm trying to think. Yeah, that's that's right. So they they each had their you know one hand on the hammer. DePape had his other hand on his hip. And Diane, what was in Polly P's left hand? Guess what, folks? A can of beer. <laughs> Paul Pelosi in the middle of somebody, you know, ready to hit him with a hammer. He couldn't even put his can of beer down. Says a lot about Paul Pelosi. Things we've kind of uh, suspected for a while. He's a professional drinker. Yes. And so is his wife. Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) Um, So that, you know, we see that at the 32 second mark is the first time you actually see the beer because... Paul Pelosi is standing in in such a way that part of the door frame blocks his left hand. Right. Okay, but as he and DePape, both holding on to the hammer, kind of move a little bit, and, and Paul Pelosi turns a little bit to the side, his hand, his left hand comes into view of the body cam. He's holding a can of beer. That's yes. at the 32-second mark. Now, at this point... The police are acting like, you know, they they there's still no real alarm in their voice. The police they they ask if everything's okay, and David DePape says, "Yep, fine." Paul Pelosi and David DePape are both kind of smiling. It's it's weird. It's weird. Paul Pelosi makes no effort to get out of the house, makes no effort to get to the police. Diane, does he say anything to the police that, hey, save me or anything? No. Nothing. No. And and his call into the police, which Craig has, and we're going to play for you, it is the strangest call you've ever heard because someone who is in danger, he actually sounded drunk. It's, it's, it's a weird thing. We're going to get to that here in just a couple of minutes. So, 32 seconds. Is everything okay? The police ask. David DePape, yep. And no, no urgency. Um, then there's kind of a struggle for the hammer. Paul Pelosi says, hey, hey, hey. Still holding on to the beer with the other hand. At the 32-second mm-hmm. mark. DePape manages to get the hammer out of Paul Pelosi's hand. You hear the cops saying, drop the hammer. Then, with the hammer solely in the hand of DePape, remember, this takes place at 32 seconds. At 33 seconds, the attack happens. The the giant swing of the hammer, they disappear behind the frame of the door. You hear one cop go, oh, shit. And And the cops immediately pounce on Dave DePape. Yes. And what's very strange about all this, here it is, the hands are on the hammer, Pelosi has his hand on the beer, you know, gripping his beer, and instead of throwing the beer in the guy's face, which would have ended it all because the police would have got him right there, he tries to take away the the hammer while still gripping his beer can. He would not let that can of beer down. A professional drinker. You know, I mean, um, 
you would you would think if if you thought your life was being threatened, obviously it was. The guy had a hammer. You, you yes. would think you would find a coaster, set your beer down, and and get the hell out of the house. But no, not not Paul Pelosi. Now no. there's a scuffle. Okay, like I said, the police dive on the guy. The body cam's still operating. You see, um, well, there's no delicate way to put this. You see DePape's butt crack at yes. one point. <laughs> and they're they're wrestling around on the floor. They're trying to get cuffs on DePape. You see Pauly Pelosi laying there kind of from the waist down. You see his legs stretched out. Uh, Paul Pelosi is face down on the floor. Um, you hear Paul Pelosi making some god-awful sounds. Right. You know, and I mean, that you know, sounds of somebody who's terribly injured, okay? Um, but at the 46-second mark, as the police are, are jostling with this guy trying to get cuffs on him, if you stop, you know, pause the frame at 46 seconds, Diane, what do we see on the floor? What does it look like that we see on the floor? It almost looks like individual small bags of drugs. I'm guessing it it kind of, to me, I think something that small would be crack. Could be meth. It could be meth, crack, um, but it was very suspicious. At first, I said, hmm, could something, because the house uh, we've heard is undergoing some renovations, but when we blew it up and looked at it closely, no, this was clearly about four or five little bags of something. Yeah, you know, you, you, you always see on the news these little clear plastic baggies that people that, that buy and sell drugs, they have, you know, little little clear plastic baggies full of whatever. And mm-hmm. that's that's kind of what it looks like. We can't say that specifically but that's what it looks like the house is undergoing renovations in the body cam video before the door opens you see the the window frames surrounding the door frame and they're taped off with blue painters tape so obviously there's been some work going on and that might have been the work probably the way i looked at it and the cleanliness of the whole area there was no paint around no ladders no anything they were just too lazy to take the blue tape off. That's another right reason why I was sure that what we saw on the ground had absolutely nothing to do with the renovations. Yeah, you couldn't see anything inside the house that was in disarray. No. You know, and it, it looked like, yeah, they were probably having some, some rental work done, maybe some repainting done. There, you didn't see a lot of things like you would normally see in a foyer of that size. You didn't see any tables. So obviously some things have been moved out of the way for, you know, painting and, and you know, flooring, whatever. Right. Um, but these little things that look like drug baggies on the floor are interesting. Now, where did those come from? I would assume after Craig and I kind of discussed this whole thing, either it was being sold to Pelosi or it was on Pelosi's person or it was on David's person. I would guess David's person. And we know David DePape has a history of drug issues. And he's kind of squirrely. But who knows? That's the problem. Right. We don't know, right? Correct. Now, now, Diane, you mentioned the audio of the 911 call. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I've got this thing, this audio loaded up. It's roughly three minutes, two minutes, 56 seconds. Okay. Now, folks, listen to this and tell me if this is the way you would sound if you were making the phone call instead of Paul Pelosi. All right. So mm-hmm. here we here we go. Friday, October. San Francisco, please sound your four. Two thousand twenty-two. Oh, I guess I, I guess I I told them to say. What is it? Eighteen seconds. This is San Francisco, please. Do you need help? 
Oh, well, there's a gentleman uh, here just waiting for my wife to come back. Nancy Pelosi. Uh, he's just uh, waiting for her to come back because she's not going to be here for a day, so I guess we'll have to wait. Okay, do you need police fire or medical for anything? Eight seconds. Uh, I, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Zero, two, twenty-three, and fifty-eight seconds. Uh, there's, there's the, uh, um, is the Capitol Police around? Two, twenty. No, this is San They're usually here at the house protecting my wife. Uh, no, this is San Francisco Police. Friday, October. I, I, no, I understand. Eight. Um, okay, well, uh, I don't know, what do you think? Uh, he thinks everything's good. Uh, I, I've got a problem, but he thinks everything's good. Uh, okay, call us back if you change your mind. No, 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 this, this gentleman just uh, came into the house. Uh, and he wants to wait here for my wife to come home. Zero, two, and so, uh, four, and forty-eight. Anyway, he's on the phone. Do you know who the person is? No, I don't know who he is. He, he, uh, uh, he has this. He's telling me. He's telling me not to. Uh, he's telling me not to do anything. What is your address, sir? Uh, twenty-six forty Broadway. Zero, two, twenty-five, and zero. What is your name? Seconds. Uh, my name is Paul Pelosi. Friday, anyway, this, this gentleman says that uh, he thinks everything ought to, you know, he, he told me to put the phone down and uh, just do what he said. Okay? Okay, who, what's the gentleman's name? I don't know. What's that? My name's David. Da the name is David. Okay, and who is David? I, I don't know. I, what's that? I'm a friend of theirs. Yeah, I, I, um, he says he's a friend, but... But you, don't, but you don't know who he is? No, no, ma'am. Eight seconds. Okay. He's telling me I'm being very leading, so I, I got to stop talking to you, okay? Two, twenty-five, and Okay. You sure? I can stay on the phone with you just to make sure everything's okay. No, he, he wants me to get that off the phone. Zero, two, twenty-six, okay. and zero, eight Thank you. Seconds. Okay, bye. Okay, so there's the phone call. Does that sound like you would sound if somebody had broken into your house, was standing over you with a hammer and, and threatening you? No, not at all. I mean, he sounded drunk. I'm sorry. He did. The, you think he was so drunk he had no idea what was actually happening? Yes. I think it's possible. I think so. He might have, you know, thought, hey, this is a friend. I let him in. Uh, yeah, what? No big deal. Blah, 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 blah. But the police were smart enough to pick up on something wasn't right. Well, and they, they asked him, they asked Paul Pelosi, they said, well, what's this, this uh, gentleman's name? And he says, I don't know. And then you hear in the background, my name's Dave D David DePap. Right. It, it just, it, they're talking to the police like they're having a conversation with a friend. Yeah, you know, he, he says he's here waiting for my wife, but she won't be home for days, so I guess we'll just wait. Right, and then, oh, what? by the way, my wife is Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> I mean, you know, is is Paul Pelosi so hammered? I, I, I use the term as drunk. Right. That he doesn't really have a full appreciation of what's going on? I believe so. I, really I mean, when you, when, so, when, you, when you lump that into the fact that he wouldn't put his beer down even during the attack, I mean, it just, this, this just gets weirder. The more, the more information we get, the weirder it gets. True. Okay, but now here's... You know, here's something that we have to address in all of this, I think, is the official line was that the police opened the door. That's what we right. got from the DOJ. That's what we got from the uh, attorney general in, in San Francisco, 
uh, the district attorney in San Francisco. Now, on the other hand, we've got this NBC reporter that said Paul Pelosi opened the door. Okay, mm-hmm. So diametrically, the official story and, and what we're being told by this reporter, two, di- two very different things. So right mm-hmm. away, you know that the official story has to be some sort of cover-up because they're lying. Of course. What are they of covering up? they're lying. The, the question that we need answers to is why were they lying? Yeah, what, what are they hiding? We've been to all along, Craig, since day one. And something we need to bring up for people to understand is this happened back in October. Right. And just like with Biden's, you know, classified documents, it took two and a half months to get those. It took almost three months for a simple body cam video to be released. Now, we got to make this point again, and we got to make this point crystal clear. Okay, when you watch the body cam video, when that door opens up, yes, it opens up from the inside. No, neither Paul Pelosi nor Dave DePap opened that door. All four of their hands were otherwise occupied. Yes. So, who opened the door? Well, the answer is, and we might never find out, is obviously there was a third person in the house. And who might that have been? That's a big question. Well, you know what's very interesting? Remember, Paul Pelosi was in his underwear. And and an Oxford shirt. Right. Well, that, you, you know, if you're in a compromising situation, here it is, he's married to Nancy, you know. Uh, you would throw something on on top of yourself because you don't know who is at the door at that point. Or maybe just he was so, you know, drunk, he took his pants off and didn't put them back on. Who knows? <laughs> who knows? Okay. You know, we, we know what time the 911 call was made because it's time stamped and you could hear that in the call. They kept, you know, that little automated voice kept right. kept reading that off. Uh, we know what time the police got there. What One of the things we don't know is what time did Dave DePap break through the window and climb into the house. We see it on the video, but there's no time stamp on that security video. Right. So how Absolutely long was this guy in the house? Well, what bothered me about that is here it is. You have him breaking into the house, the window is smashed and all that. Like you say, there's no time stamp. But to me, it goes even beyond there being no time stamp. Was it done the same day? Or was it done the day before to gain entrance, you know, the day later to do what he was doing? Because could Pelosi have been so drunk that he might have not answered the door when the bell rang. Uh, anything's possible with these people. Yeah. You know, and that's and that's part of the problem here. So the more we the more evidence we see, the more questions we have. Right. You know, and they could have cleared this all up A by telling us the truth to begin with. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, when you start your cover story with the police opened the door and the body cam video clearly shows the door was open from the inside right away. You know, they're trying to hide something. Maybe what they're trying to hide is whoever the third person was in the house. Now there were early reports that there was a third person, but the official reports said, nope, 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 that's not true. Well, now we know it is true because it was a third person that opened the door. It was not Pelosi and it was not the police. The two people you see in the foyer, DePap and Pelosi, all four of their hands were otherwise occupied. Neither one of those two could have opened the door. Exactly. And There's it's no obvious about it. Yeah, it's obvious the police didn't open the door. You can tell that from the video. Right. So who opened the door? Who else was in the house? What right. was the other person doing in the house? Well, Why you know don't we got, know? 
Well, you know what got me about this whole thing also, Craig? Here it is. Nancy Pelosi gets the call right away that this attack has happened. Right. Okay. If it was my husband, I'd be on the plane within an hour. Okay. She was, you know, the Speaker of the House, then she could have used uh, Air Force Two or whatever. She waited a full day before going back. Yeah. That to me is very, very strange. You know, she had things to do. Yeah, destroy the country. Well, and and wait for the next shipment of face tape. She's not going out in public, going flying all the way to San Francisco without a stockpile of face tape. That's very true. <laughs> I'm just saying. She needs her Botox, folks. Or if she can't get her Botox, she must have her face tape. You know, I mean, the the more the more stuff we see, the more questions we have. Now, of course, we're, like Diane said, we're never going to find out the real truth as to what was going on in that house, as to who else no. was in that house, as to why anybody else was in that house at that hour of the night. We'll never know. No, we never will. Yeah. And it's just very fishy because this reeks of everything with the Democrats. The lies Hillary told about Benghazi, the lies with the land grabs, the lies with this, that, the other thing, the lies with Obama, the lies with Biden now with the uh, um classified information it all just stinks it's a pattern of stinkiness and now you got this added into the mix as well you cannot believe anything they tell us nothing you can believe what you see but you cannot believe what they say right and and in this case what we see in the video is diametrically opposed to what they have told us is the official story Right. I mean, at this point, they can't even cover up what they're trying to tell because they are, they've told too many different stories. So what you're saying is now they have to come up with a cover-up story for the original cover-up story. Cover. Yeah. yeah. Or you know what's going to happen, folks? This is going to disappear very fast. Bingo. It'll be swept under the table. Yep. And they get away with stuff again. Yep. Nothing to see here, folks. Exactly. Just an old guy that won't put down his beer when somebody's beating his head in with a hammer. Move along. Mm-hmm. Yep. I Don't mean, kid yourself, folks. That's very well what this can turn out to be. Folks, we've hit the bottom of the hour. We've got a couple more topics to cover tonight. But we had to bring you... What we have seen in that Paul Pelosi attack video, because I don't think most of the media is going to bring a lot of that out. Excuse me, I sneeze. No, I don't believe it will either. They will well, do everything possible to cover. And, and just to be clear, this story is nothing to sneeze at. No, literally. <laughs> literally. making me sneeze. <laughs> Folks, we got to take a bottom of the hour break. Give us a couple minutes. We'll be back with more Right Side You're Patriots after right this. Side Patriots Radio, the best in conservative commentary, news, and talk, where we do away with the politically correct nonsense and give you the politically direct truth. This is the home of Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern with Craig Andreessen and Diane Sori. We're working to make this country great again from the right and leaving puddles of melted snowflakes on the left. Thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots, your best bet on the Internet. You're listening to RSPRadio1.com. Hi guys, Diane Sorry from The Patriot Factor on thepatriotfactor.blogspot.com, where I found a home base seven years ago after becoming one of Facebook's long-time Facebook felons, or so I've been told by the Facebook gods. 
On my blog, you will find not only my articles, but our Right Side Patriots investigative reports, as well as stories and links to and from well-known writers and bloggers, plus what I call almost daily memes, my snarky take on news of the day. And for more great takes on the issues of the day, check out the National Patriot at thenationalpatriot.com, where you can read Craig's insight into all the current news happenings. And join us both on Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. EST at rspradio1.com. We're back on Right Side Patriots on rspradio1.com. Craig Andreessen at the National Patriot, Diane Sori at the Patriot Factor. If you miss any part of tonight's show, go to rspradio1.com tomorrow morning. Click the podcast button. This show and all the others be there waiting for you. You could be one of the pod people. Yes. Don't be like Pauly P. Put your bear down. <laughs> uh, Joe Biden um, got hit in the face by a whole slug of lawsuits coming out of 25 different states. And this is kind of a weird deal, and it takes a little reading to figure out what in the world's going on here. But, Diane, these lawsuits are all dealing with people's retirement money. Right. What they're actually trying to do is allow retirement plan managers to factor environmental and social issues into investment decision, which is a violation of the law. Okay, so ESG, right? Mm -hmm. Environment Social Governance. That's what ESG stands for. Folks, you're going to be hearing a lot about ESG. Um, What they, what the, it sounds to me, you correct me if I'm wrong. Sounds to me like the Biden administration is trying to get money managers to invest people's retirement money in socialism. Exactly. And and in things like uh, climate change initiatives, you know, the weather, um, wokeism. It's, it's basically the government stealing your retirement monies. And investing it in what has got to be the absolute worst investment in the world, socialism, because socialism has never worked anywhere it has ever been tried in the history of anything. That's right. It's failed every time. In some cases, it's taken a little longer than in other cases, but it has always failed. I mean, people try it, it fails. People try it again. It fails again. And mm-hmm. and that and that's what ESG is. Environment social government. Social governance. Socialism. Right. right. You know, so, so all these states, twenty five of them, got together and they've slapped a, a giant lawsuit on the mm-hmm. Biden administration because this whole thing, this whole program where they would have money managers taking people's retirement money and putting it into socialism is supposed to go into effect, as I understand it, next week. Yeah, it's coming up, folks, and people don't know. That's the problem. People are unaware. They trust their investment advisors. And, hey, if you get a good one, they're not going to go for this. But if you get some investment advisor from the left, you might start seeing your retirement funds start dwindling away. Well, dwindling in a hurry, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is this is absolutely ridiculous. Now, as as with everything the government comes up with to take your money, there are always reasons they do it that they don't want you to know. Exactly. Now, would you care to know what I think the reason, or at least part of the reason for this is? Sure. The whole green energy, the greeny weenie, green new deal thing is beginning to fall apart. And 
I think the government, the Biden administration, and the liberal elite, they're looking at the tea leaves, and they're saying, we can't possibly throw enough of other people's money at this to keep it afloat if we can't find another source of other people's money. Right. Remember, they've already stolen our money to put into affirmative action and all sorts of minority programs. That's all, That's been done for years. Now they just want to add this other stuff to that. You know, if you look at what green energy is, it, it is, it is the most, by far, the most heavily subsidized of all the energy industries that are out there. Yes. Now, by subsidized, what that means is they take other people's money, that's what socialism does, and they subsidize the companies because the companies involved in green energy cannot make it on their own. They, they absolutely cannot. Right. Okay. Warren Buffett said 10, 12 years ago, the only reason to invest in wind energy is for the tax credits. Well, hello. Mm-hmm. If they're mm-hmm. going to keep handing out tax credits, and you know that's what they're going to do, because that's the bribe to get people to let them put wind farms on their property. They right. they find greedy people, and, and these greedy people, they say, well, we'll promise you X thousands of dollars for every industrial wind turbine that we put on your property. And the greedy people say, well, that's great. And, and then the, the big corporate investors get involved. That's your tax credits. Your subsidies, those go to the greedy people, the greedy landowners that don't care, okay? They're running out of other people's money. Thatcher, Margaret Thatcher once said the problem with socialism is eventually you run out of other people's money. Mm Mm-hmm. Bingo. Absolutely. (laughs) Green energy is running out of other people's money. So now they've come up with a slick program. You tell people that we're going to invest your hard-earned dollars that you're counting on for retirement in ESG, Environment, Social Governance, Socialism, and this will be the greatest thing they've ever invested in. Well, you don't invest in socialism. You flush your money down the toilet with socialism. Exactly, because it's simply, folks, it does not work. It's basically the government stealing, robbing your hard-earned money. They do enough of that on a daily basis. I know, with our taxes, right? Exactly. You yeah, know, it now, doesn't now stop. Well, yeah, you know, well, we, we won't jack up people's taxes, but we'll steal it from their retirement accounts. right. But they're still going to try to jack up our taxes um, anyway. That just shows you how badly green energy is failing. Mm-hmm. They they can't keep up with the demand for the money. Right. Other people's That's money. That's the whole thing. They yeah. cannot keep in. Keep up. Now, where did they file this uh, lawsuit? What state? Do you remember? I think... I think it started uh, in, um, if I'm not mistaken, Utah. Yeah, but where did they file the lawsuit? I think it's Texas. Oh, where did they actually file the lawsuit? Yeah, I think it was federal court in Texas. They're looking for an injunction to stop this before it goes into effect next week. Uh, I'm not exactly sure that it was uh, Louisiana, Texas, and Virginia joined with Utah in challenging the Department of um, Labor. So I'm not exactly sure which state. Oh, it's the Department of Labor. That That's yeah. the uh, socialist unions, right? Right. Okay. Right. Just, just want to make sure. I, I'm I'm thinking it's Utah because he let off the Attorney General Sean Ray's. He let off this right. lawsuit. Right, but I think they went they went court shopping, which which is normal in, in these things. And I want to say it was Texas. I want to say they they filed the lawsuit in Texas because oh, yeah. I think they found oh, yeah. a favorable court. Okay, two dozen of the states filed the challenge in a federal court district in 
Texas. Texas, okay. Yeah, and they asked uh, the court for a preliminary injunction to prevent the DOL from implementing the rule until a ruling had been issued in the case. They ought to call it the DOT Department of Thievery. Yeah, right? You know. But listen, But listen to this, Craig. This thing is huge. You know, in the lawsuit, the states allege that the DOL violated the Employee Retirement Income Security Act of 1974, and that's a law that safeguards the retirement income of 152 million U.S. workers. That's a bunch. That's a bunch. That's basically equivalent to more than two-thirds of the nation's adult population and covers roughly 12 trillion dollars in assets uh-huh now we're getting to the bottom of this yes that much money from that many people can keep green energy socialism afloat for a while yes not forever folks but for a while until they so run out is, of that yeah this is serious this is something that we have to keep an eye on You know, folks, we can just tell you this. If anybody says we'd like you to invest in ESG, run for your freaking life. Get away from those people as fast as you can. Yeah. Yeah. People shouldn't be anything involved with the government. Don't invest in. If you want to know what ESG does to a nation, look at what's going on in Europe. Look at Spain. Look at Italy. Look at Germany. Look at France. They are heavily investing in ESG, and their economies are going into the toilet. Right. Okay. So if if anybody comes to you and says, ESG is the greatest thing you'll ever see, run. Yes. Just pack up your crap, grab the old ladies, and run. Yeah. It's this Biden government, which is really the Obama government, anything that they do that reeks of hardcore socialism you have to realize by now that's Obama. That's it. That's your fundamental that's transformation of America. Biden doesn't have the mental capacity to do these things. He but doesn't his have, master does. Doesn't have the mental capacity to eat his pudding without help. Well, he does pick his own flavor every day. Well, we're told he does. I'm not sure of that. That's true. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to buy into that. Finally, uh, tonight, Ron DeSantis, uh, a guy that nobody's ever heard of, um, right. a, guy, a guy who's so quiet he never makes waves, uh, no. a, a, You know, a guy, if it wasn't for people like Diane and I telling you about him, you'd never even know Ron DeSantis exists, <laughs> uh, the governor of the free state of Florida. He has come out swinging against Politico over some misleading headline yes revolving around covid and basically uh the piece was titled florida doctors worry desantis gives fringe dermatologist a platform what they're out of their minds they're absolutely out of their minds because what desantis has been doing all along First of all, we are not required to be vaxxed, boosted. We don't have the mask mandates. We don't have to have passports. In fact, he, we do not have passports here unless you were silly enough to, to get it. Um, and now he's coming out with all these young people that are dropping dead and more and more athletes are dying on the field today or yesterday. I believe there was another football player. Yeah. Um, so he's out there speaking against this stuff. Well, and basically what he did is in the state of Florida, if you're a doctor, doesn't matter what kind, if you're a doctor, <coughs> excuse me, you have the right to free speech. This is what DeSantis is saying. Right. So if you don't think the vaxes are healthy if you think they're dangerous you have a right in the state of florida as a doctor to step up and tell people i wouldn't do this if i was you and here's why Uh, on on the other hand if you think they're perfectly fine you can get up and say that too exactly you know he trusts 
the doctors, not the media-generated nonsense coming out from the White House. And that's the big difference. Ron DeSantis has never bought into the media hype about COVID or anything else. I think more to the point uh, than, than trusting the doctors, he trusts the people of Florida right. to make up their own mind. Give the people the information. Let them hear the, the good, the bad, the indifferent. Let them hear from source A, B, and C, and let the people decide what the people want to do individually. With their own bodies, for their own health, their family's health, their children's health. As each day goes by, more and more very disturbing information is coming about out about these vax and boosters. And it's not pretty, folks. I mean, I could attest, let's say, for myself. Okay, when President Trump announced that we had to quarantine all of us, the whole country, for two weeks, okay, everybody listened. After that, common sense started to kick in for some of us. Wearing masks in the outdoors where it's fresh air? No. Me and my family, we took the masks off. We got rid of all the stuff. No vaxes, no boosters. Never had COVID. Don't intend to have COVID. We'll never get vaxxed. We'll never get boosted. My husband worked with COVID patients on a daily basis, was never sick, never had COVID. And yet more and more people that we know personally who were vaxxed and boosted, not only come down with COVID, some of them are on their second, third, and fourth rounds of it. And here we are, we went out all the time, we did what we had to do, and not a damn thing. Well, some people got COVID, then they got the vaccination, and then they died. And then they died. You know, I had COVID, and I was at at the uh, clinic, and they said, well, you know, you want you want the vaccination? I'm like, nope. <laughs> I said, why would I need it? I Now I have COVID. I've got natural immunity. What do I need the vax for? So right. I didn't I didn't get it. You know, but yeah, Politico. But does it, mean, it doesn't mean that we, the unvaxxed, will never get it. But right. the easiest way to find out really your chances, if you can have a blood panel run, that shows your T-cells. The more T-cells you have, and the doctors know by levels, the better your immune system is. My immune system is very good. I haven't had a cold, flu, sore throat, ear infection, anything you can think of since 2004. I found out my T-cell count is very high. But does that mean that I could never get it? No, there's always a chance you can. But by this time, the variations have so, uh, there's been too many variations that they are weakening in time. Except, it seems, for those that have been vaxxed and boosted. Yeah, it gets worse for them. It gets worse for them. And the people who never were that are coming down with covid Eh, it was a cold for a couple of days. The, but the ones vaxxed and boosted, some of them are just dropping dead. Which is, yeah, that's a red flag. Yes. I mean, that's what that is. So here's what Politico has their panties in a bunch over. Okay. Ron DeSantis, governor of the free state of Florida, says that doctors, regardless of their take, on COVID and the boosters and the vaccinations should be allowed to tell their patients exactly what they think. And the patients should then be allowed to disseminate the information on their own and make their own decision. But Politico says, how dare he allow medical professionals to pass along information to garden variety people and how dare Ron DeSantis, allow the people to decide what they're going to do. Yeah. You see, what's happening here, folks, is, in all honesty, President Trump has announced 
his run. It's leaning more and more like uh, Ron DeSantis will run, depending on, you know, his wife keeps the remission and everything. If he runs, the other fringe candidates that are thinking of running are going to have to drop out. And it's going to be a knockdown, drag out fight between DeSantis and Trump. Right. That's what it's going to boil down to. So the media and Politico, who used to be on our side, is kind of wavering over the past few years. They've got to discredit DeSantis because remember, he's coming in here with a clean slate. He doesn't have the baggage that President Trump has. And you notice I still call him President Trump because, in my mind, he should be the one sitting in the you know White House, right, not Biden. Right, right I agree. Okay. So they have to find anything to discredit DeSantis with. If they can't find it, they'll manufacture it. And they'll manufacture it. But I think they'll have a very hard time because, remember, DeSantis was a Navy SEAL and a JAG lawyer. Yes, He's but so dummy. He once took the tag off a mattress. Yes. <laughs> I mean this this is getting totally ridiculous, which means the sad thing is in all of this, the Democrats don't have to be behind this. The only Trumpers could be. That, that's that's also very possible. I think it's probably a combination of the two. The liberals don't want a guy like Ron DeSantis around either. No. You know, because Ron DeSantis isn't putting up with the uh, the line item propaganda. No. You know, everybody must be vaxxed. The vaccines are good. They're not hurting anybody. That's the propaganda. Well, and DeSantis also- is looking at it and saying, I, I don't know, let the, let the doctors talk to the patients, let the patients make up their own minds. Yeah, but it goes beyond that, Craig. We don't have the wokeism crap here. We don't have the um, uh, racial nonsense, you know, that critical race theory. That's out of our schools. He's made lots of new improvements, shall we say, into the how teachers operate. The big logo down here is if teachers, you know, if someone wants to teach, they are to teach, not to indoctrinate. And that's a big thing. Yep. Yep. I mean, Ron DeSantis, he's, I mean, that's why they call it the free state of Florida, mm-hmm. you know, Um it's not the propaganda land that, you know, places like California and Illinois and Washington and Oregon and, and uh, the East Coast. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, New York, it's, it's the free state of Florida. Yeah, because it, he lets the people decide. We the people decide what's best for us and our families. Yep. Anything I know I but, wouldn't live in any other state but Florida. Any, you know, it, it's it's the antithesis of authoritarianism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really is. I mean, I you know, I don't know how else to put it. Well, listen, we've only got about a minute left in the show, folks. If you missed any part of tonight's show, go to rspradio1.com tomorrow morning. Click the podcast button, become one of the pod people. You can listen to this show. You can listen to any of of the other shows. But, you know, if you missed any of our talk in in the first full segment of the show tonight about the Paul Pelosi video, you really need to go back and listen to that. And then you really need to watch and watch and watch that video. You will see exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, and it will amaze you because no one in the mainstream media is pointing out what we pointed out tonight. It's it's more questions than answers. The video's yes. out there now, but more questions than answers. Absolutely. Prim- primarily, who else was in the house that opened the door? You have to wonder who really was there. The only one you know wasn't there was Nancy. Right. So, so Paul Pelosi, David DePap, Paul Pelosi in his boxer shorts and, and an Oxford shirt, David DePap and an unknown person were in that house. Right. 
who is the third person. When you find out who the third person is, I think the pieces will start to fall together and we'll get the truth. We may not find out who that third person is until a book deal is offered. That's true. Or somebody of importance or somebody who worked in the house will suddenly have uh, been Hillary assided. Right. Folks, we're out of time. Yes, we are. Time to say goodnight, Diane. Nighty night, folks. Folks, have yourselves a great weekend. Put down the beer if you get attacked, and we'll see you on Tuesday. Bye-bye. <laughs>